and again to the both of the games which happen this Sunday are going to be the AFC and NFC Championship games. taken a two-week hiatus but we are now back sorry about that i had plans i went to the theater twice if you've never seen book of mormon go and see it it's really superb um i'm back again though at the humble abode of mr ben george L. ben how are you my friend you look tired i'm great Is school being a pain to you <laughs> all them kids getting on your nerves uh yes i wish to assert my fifth moment privilege that's, a, that's fine. um yeah, it's, it's been weird. We're going to touch on it in a, a couple of times because we've missed actually two pretty most good weeks of the NFL. So yeah. cheers for that, Brandon. Sorry. Um, but it's hotting up. We're getting later. More teams are becoming even. Things are happening that we didn't think would happen that we originally thought would happen Then we thought not happening that are now happening. It's the NFL all it's, over. It's, it's, it is just... I, know, yeah. I do think, we, we, we called it in the preseason. we said this could be one of the best seasons ever. Mm. And it's shaping up that way. Yeah. It's looking very good. And that race for the wildcard spots in the AFC is Getting bla- tasty, isn't it, blazing already. already. And already. we're, what, we're still 12 weeks away from the end. Yeah. deciding that. We're a third... Wow, we're, oh, we're a third away through the season, which means today as well, we have our... Super Bowl picks. 30 Super Bowl predictions. Oh, hello. This could be exciting. This could be, because we haven't planned that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Gonna have to think about it throughout the throughout the episode. Anyway, shall we get on with the week five scores? Let's go ahead. Ben, do you want to kick it off? I will do it. So the Colts get the win 12-9 away at the Maha Stadium against Russell Wilson. It was in London, the second game, and what an impact it was from Daniel Jones and the New York Giants beating Aaron Rodgers' first trip to London. 27-22 against the Packers. Brandon's Patriots shut out the, tr- the high-flying, high-scoring, high-achieving Detroit Lions winning 29-0. Is Bill Belichick still the best coach ever? We will mm, discuss. Interesting. Uh, back in Cleveland, we got them losing just slightly to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, 30-28. The Battle of the Wooden Spoon goes to the Jaguars as they lose 13-16 at home in Duval. We're going to see him in the next few weeks. Uh, Here in Tampa Bay, Tom Brady slaying the Atlanta Falcons 21-15. The Bills, there's not really much more to say than this. Absolutely wiped the floor of the Steelers 38-3. How has this happened? AFC East, New York Jets 40, Miami Dolphins 17. The Minnesota Vikings absolutely hacked down the Bears by their knees. It's a 29-22 win. The Washington Commanders <laughs> didn't take command. They lose 21-17 to the visiting Tennessee Titans. Both struggling teams beginning with S in the NFC with the Saints and the Seahawks. Four of two, two teams getting into 30 points. Saints winning 39-32. We've had our first <clears throat> managerial head coach in sack. And it's after the Panthers losing 15-37 to the top of the NFC West, San Francisco 49ers. Led by Jimmy G. 
The Cardinals sink to a losing record again after clawing their way back to a equal record. The Eagles go 4-0, and 5-0 and now, pardon, 2017 in the back garden in State Farm, Arizona. Who needs Cooper Rush? <laughs> the Cowboys go to LA, beat the Super Bowl champs. Cooper Rush, four wins out of four this season, 22-10 for the Dallas Cowboys. Lamar takes back his crown from Joe Burrow as they sort a victory in 1917 against the Cincinnati Bengals. And a close one on Monday Night Football in the AFC West. The Chiefs, 30 to the da- Devontae Adams pushing over the cameraman, 30-29 against the Las Vegas Raiders. If the games are this tight next week, going to be a great weekend. Mm. going to be a great With some great, great, great games. Where do we start though, Brandon, today? I think we start with the first head coach in sack, if we're taking things away from week five. Matt Rule. Uh, he's only ever won 30% of his games in his two seasons and five games. Um, I think it was inevitable. They haven't really done anything with Baker Mayfield. They've been in a real lull the last few years. Mm. Um, and something needs to change. I don't know whether a new head coach can do it with that squad. Uh, but there are rumours that Christian McCaffrey may be leaving as the Buffalo Bills are trying to sign him up in Ooh. the trade window. Um, two weeks to go that. Two weeks to go, yeah. So, we'll see what happens with that, but do you reckon this is Matt Rule's fault, or is it just the organisation not really I, having anything to... I, I, yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, because uh, I, the organisation has kind of stuffed him. It's taken them three seasons to put big bucks on the table for a quarterback. Mm. Like, the fact that they've only just gone out and fought to get a QB1 this year... And how late they did it as well yeah. was ridiculous. They've got through PJ Walker, Cam Newton, Sam Darnold, mm. Will Nash, and Baker Mayfield. That's five quarterbacks in three years. Yeah. I don't know how you don't come in, stamp your QB one down. I mean, he could have done it with Cam Newton, but mm. he completely doubted Cam Newton from the get-go. Yeah. And it's en- in my opinion, it's ended him with him losing his job. Yeah, it's, it's always tough once a head coach gets fired because at that point, you know that one organisation doesn't have faith in him, meaning it always reverts around that, oh, this guy got sacked, they don't have any faith in him. People know each other in the NFL. Mm. So it's always tough for a head coach to be sacked to actually get another really good job. A lot of it you obviously see come from offensive and defensive coordinators being uh, promoted into a head coaching role and then see what happens there. Yeah, Pete Carroll had a not a successful time in the NFL in his first stint, went back to oh, really? college ball and came back in and look right. at him now. Mm. Not done too badly in Seattle. So maybe times could change for yeah. Matt Rule, but it's definitely not in our near future. Yeah, agreed. Anything from from you? No. Uh, I say we go in our first game. Absolutely. I've got the Jets at the Packers this Sunday. Now, the Packers came to London last week um, and lost their first ever game in London. Um a real tough one there. Um, do you think now we're starting to see the loss of Devontae Adams really take an effect on Aaron Rodgers and how, how that team works? Um, again, I'm, in, I'm impartial to agreeing with that because, as we've said, they've produced star wide receivers from the second and third rounds. Mm. And I do feel sorry for him because you know this could be his last year in Green Bay of everything that's gone on, especially now Devontae has gone as well. Yeah. 
and you need time to get those second, third round picks up and in to where they need to be. So I don't know if we're going to ever see them reach those heights. Does that come back to Devontae Adams? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Because uh, the running back game is still strong from what we've seen. Yeah. Oh, sorry, what they should have, based off what they've done the last few years, should have seen a bit more of that. It just doesn't feel like there's a good balance mm. in Lambeau at the moment. And I think it's shown they're only the ninth offence. I know it's still quite high. Yeah. But they're only the ninth offence and their defence is the 11th. Normally they're a top five defence. Yeah. They're with, out of the top 10 now. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's both sides of the ball. Got a lot to play. Got a lot to do. Yeah. Just, yeah. What about the New York Jets? They came off a huge win against Miami who had beaten the Bills. They were 4-1. and one. Divisional rival. Zach Wilson's first game back, I believe. Dolphins, not the Bills. Dolphins beat the Bills. Yeah. And the Jets beat the Dolphins. Got you now. Um, it's okay. It's been Sorry. it's been two weeks, three <laughs> weeks. So, um, Zach Wilson, I think it was his first game back on Sunday, mm. and they're hitting a 40-burger on top of the Miami Dolphins. Can they do something in this game? And are they really a threat now in the AFC West with a, lo- a load of these rookies now coming up, performing well? Or are they going to inevitably fall and potentially fall at this game? It's a must-win for the Packers, I think, but I think it's even bigger for the Jets to for us to understand where they really are after beating one of the best teams. I know, I mean, to be fair, the Dolphins have their third-string quarterback in Skylar Thompson because yeah. Tua is out. But still, you you can only beat who's in front of you. Um, do you reckon they're a threat? Or um, I don't think this year, but I think I just think the Bills are too far ahead in terms of, you know, any challenge there. The Dolphins, if they actually find some consistency, and as you said, if two is able to come back, then they'll be fine. Mm. Uh, Zach Wilson, though, has done what we said he needed to do so far. So far, he's come in. He's made that team actually his. Yeah. And you can see how the pieces that the Jets have added have fit around him. Mm. You know, they're the 12th offense overall. Yeah. So far. What did you say the Packers were? Ninth. So there are only three yeah. off them. So, in terms of numbers and statistics, obviously that's all done. So, I mean, take it to them. Mm. Absolutely take it to them. You're playing Sunday evening football, Sunday afternoon football in yeah. Lambeau. It's going to be crisp October skies. It's going to be <laughs> gorgeous. Go and ruin their day. Mm. Cause a bit of overcast in the crowd. That's what I say. I think what we need to do after every game we analyse is just say who we think is going to win. Ooh. So Jets versus Packers, who's going to win? I'm going to go Packers still. I'm going to go Green Bay Packers as yeah, well. Yeah, I think home advantage is, is huge for yeah. the Packers. I really do. Yeah. So can't really complain on that one. Do you want to choose the next game? Ooh, why don't we go Jaguars-Colts? Nice and simple. Jaguars-Colts. Jaguars-Colts. So I really wanted to speak about this one because this is a this is a very interesting matchup. I actually said to Brown before we start recording, the two weeks that we haven't recorded, the Colts have won two games. Yeah. It's the two weeks that we haven't been able to give the Colts <laughs> and Frank Reich a stick. However, I watched their game last weekend, so not the weekend, just gone one before. I can't remember who they were playing, but they looked Good. Matt Ryan looked good. Connections were being formed. I don't think they were massively high scoring again, but they're getting the job done. Mm. And that's what Carson Wentz got kicked out for, is he wasn't getting the job done. Matty Ice Ryan is doing that. 
And I think the Colts are going to start building up some steam. The AFC South is so open, and yeah. we saw that from the get-go. God knows what the Titans are doing. Mm. I mean, I don't really care for the AFC South other than the Colts, really. I feel like, as we said last year a lot, they're kind of a people's team. Yeah. So, go and take it to the Jags. They, You know, you're at home. The Jags have come off probably quite a disappointing defeat for them, losing mm. to the Texans, only 13-6 as well. I mean, this might not be one for the neutrals because I don't think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah. But, yeah, it could be tight. It could be tight, but I think the Colts should gain control. I I think, again, it's going to be a tight game. Um, divisional games are usually tend to be mm. quite tight. Um, but we've got to remember, even... I, I did put in my notes, is this Frank Reich's last game if they lose? Because I don't think the last two weeks existed because we didn't do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're now two and three, I believe, maybe. Uh, two, two and one. Oh, so, I apologise during the uh, first week, didn't they? Um, but you've already lost to the Jags. The Jags really... I know this is at home this time, but you've already lost them away this mm. season. Again, they haven't, they haven't won in eight... Eight games against no, the against Colts. Them. I know that. I think that's the home record when the Jags are at home. Um, but I feel like the Jags may. I still have more Make faith. It nine. I, maybe yeah. <laughs> um, I just don't see the. I, I think despite the Colts winning their last two games, I think it was. I still think they're in a big lull, and they're still not really yeah. sure where they're at. Um, where I think the Jags say know where they're at. I know they. You lose last week, but I think uh, you may disagree with me. But I think the Jags are much further into their rebuild than the Colts are by a mile. Ooh, because okay. at least you can, at least you know who your quarterback's going to be. Oh, okay, so you you feel I that... think they're the, right. Safe to say, your main man is your quarterback. Yeah, right. The Colts have had four or five quarterbacks in the last three years. The Jags have had two. Like yeah. Gardner Minshew and whoever it was before. Glennon. Glennon. And then you've drafted a rookie quarterback. I think what the Colts need to really have... That's the problem with teams who just swap quarterbacks in and out, in and out, in and out, right? So the Panthers, they've done nothing, yeah. right? Because they just swapped quarterbacks over the last five years. The Colts are doing the same here. You see a lot of the successful teams have had their quarterback in for like... They've given them a chance at least. Um, they've had them in for a, for a few years, for a while, right? So I think that's why I think the Jags are maybe more established than the Colts because they are, I think they're just in a much better position. Okay. And I think I, they're a better team. I find that interesting because Matt Ryan has said he, he looks to be there for three or four years. And I, I do think, I don't know if I would say the Colts is a rebuild. I think it's more of a win-now attitude. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if in the next two years, if they can show they are actually going to compete in a stacked AFC, mm. they will get people in. Like, they've won Super Bowls in the past, so it's not like it's an unattractive place to be. It's like yeah. bang in the middle of the country. So, you know, you can literally live there for the three months of the season and then go home and it's not far. Mm. So I don't think it's an unattractive place to be, but I don't think it's also a rebuild. My main thing is, is... We've seen how inconsistent Trevor Lawrence is. Is that the team around him? Is that his weapons? Or is that truly him? Is, um, is he living up to the hype that 
was given to him as being possibly one of the greatest ever NFL quarterbacks to exist. Not yet. Yeah. But you don't have the best team around you. Um, I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't really name their... They got DJ Moore. Christian Moore, DJ Moore, Christian, Christian Kirk they got. Christian Kirk. As wide receivers. I mean, um, their running back call is good. Travis Etienne yeah, and yeah, James Robinson. Exactly. Um, I think Trevor... you got to remember this is only his second season. Last year was an absolute shambles. But yeah. I think that was... That wasn't down to him. That was Urban Meyer. This year is where he's going to have to start showing what he's really worth. Mm-hmm. Um, what 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 record are they on at the moment? Three, two and three. Okay, I think that's a fair fair record for this, the start of the yeah. season. You'd, you'd probably say that was going to be there or thereabouts, probably. Um, I think we've got to give him another year or two after this one to really cement in where you, where you really are as a, as a as a quarterback. I mean, he has already got 1,200 yards, eight touchdowns, but four interceptions. But then he's got a pass completion rate of 62.4%. So right. he's not doing too badly. Yeah. However, he only has two receivers who have received his touchdowns. Okay. <laughs> so I am a bit sceptical on that. Well, I guess we'll, but, well, we're seeing him in a few weeks, aren't we? Anyway? Where we are. Just excited stuff. So um, last time he saw him, he won. His first ever game in the NFL. He did, yeah. So, Jags at Colts. Who's going to win that one? I'm going to go Colts. I'm going to go the Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh. Jaguars. Um, Jaguars. Cool. Let's go to the next one. Um, let's go for... Uh, we'll, do, we'll do them games towards the end because they're later on. Uh, let's go for Bengals at the Saints. Now, the Bengals have really had a poor start to their season. Um, coming off the Super Bowl last year, you're expecting these boys to basically run right again. Um, pretty much had the exact same team. However, hasn't worked out. Yeah, You lose to your divisional rival on Sunday um, by two points. Um, and actually, all their three of their losses have been in the final play of the game. Um, they just, they can't get it over the line where last season they were, they were getting, it yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, where, what what do we, where do we stand with Cincinnati? It's very odd, very odd. I, I think, the thing is, we know Joe Burrow is, is their man for years to come. Mm. And then they have the same thing on the defence of their safety core. Their safety core is possibly the best in the league. It just doesn't feel like everything else is being built correctly around them. Like we've said it about their offensive line. Yeah. Although they've gone out and recruited and bought mm. people, it just doesn't feel safe. Doesn't it, it doesn't look nice to watch. And you almost, every time you get a big name going into that line, you almost go, <laughs> because you know what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, defensively, they're not as bad, but there's still stuff to work on. They're actually rated seventh on defense, okay. but it is like, okay, you're doing your job, yeah, and the offense need to be doing way more than they are doing. Mm. But can you do that a little bit more? Yeah. I know they're a top ten defense, and I know that's quite harsh, but it is the case because you're still losing the games, yeah. which means again the offense needs to do their job because they're the ones who score. But you need to maybe just crack down those few uh, errors. Mm. So, yeah, I think 
I think you make a good point about the um, the the errors on the defense. Yeah. I mean, losing in the final play of all three of your games, there's something there that has to be seriously worked on. Mm. Um, game management, just keeping your head in the game. Uh, the famous words of High School Musical. Um, <laughs> so I guess it's it's a tricky one to wrap your head around because we've seen so many different teams perform so differently this year. <clears throat> I don't think they're going to be a real threat at the moment in the AFC, um, just because they're getting they're getting found out and they they're losing games they shouldn't be shouldn't really be losing. Yeah, I've... yeah, it's hard because as well the Ravens aren't looking bad and mm. the Steelers come and go and so do the Browns. Yeah, and at the moment it does almost feel like everything's playing into the favor of the Browns in that division mm. because they've got six more weeks till the Shawns back. And as of right now, any of them could be making that last yeah. post-season run. Yeah. So, it's tricky for them. But on the other hand, the Saints, I still think they've got a great shot at getting into the wild card mm. because of how open the NFC is. Yeah. The opposite reason for open the Open or shit? Both. <laughs> because I think, I think the, NF- the AFC is so open because yeah. everyone can get in because of the quality. The NFC is so open because the quality is not there and <laughs> nice. anyone could kind of go, oh, my foot's there. Yeah. Can I just, oh, yeah, go on, the door's open. Good mm. go. Oh, I'm in the case suite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in the AFC, it's like, I'm going to fucking kill you so I can get there and get it. And sure. Anyway. Um, obviously, it's not been great so far. Still things to work on. Only 850 passing yards for Jameis. I know that he's gone off injured a couple of times yeah. already. but That doesn't bode well. Either. No, and he's, he's carrying on his perfect, well, not quite his perfect, but his interceptions and touchdowns. He's on four touchdowns and five interceptions. What was it the other year? 30 and 30. 30 touchdowns is pretty good. But 30 interceptions. <laughs> 30 touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Hey, one and one, that's pretty... Yeah. What's the problem? Uh, yeah. do, you, he, do you think he's... Their man for the future, or do you reckon it's? I really want him to be, but I don't. I don't. I Last think, season, yeah, I think I think he's almost cementing himself as a backup now. I think you know the Saints again. They're one of those teams like the Steelers. They always seem to just kind of nudge into the playoffs and sure. get a high draft pick. Uh, I know that the QB class is meant to be quite good if everyone does declare for the NFL. Mm. So they may not. You know, if they are picking 26th or 24th, like they seem to always do, yeah, they might still be all right for their future. But, yeah, I mean, again, we're week six, it's quite easy to say, but that's kind of the feel, perhaps, that we're getting. Who wins that one, New Orleans or Cincinnati? I'm going to go Cincinnati. That's my quickest answer tonight, but I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'm going to go New Orleans Saints. And we move on to the Patriots at the Browns. Your boys, Brown, are both teams two and three, both competing mm. for an AFC wildcard spot as of right now. Yeah. Um, you've come off a great win with a shutout defensively. The Browns are obviously looking not quite as they should, but understandably so because their main piece isn't there yet. Mm. How are you feeling going into this one? Um, I'm pretty nervous. Bailey Zappe is still going to be a quarterback, I believe, after Mac Jones had that high ankle sprain mm. the other week. Um, so, against Green Bay, he came on, we lost that game, but he did go to overtime. Last week, obviously, was um, we won 29-0, but 
in terms of actual him passing yards, it is it's all been on the defense, uh, the running backs. So Ramondé Stevenson, uh, Damian Harris have both been elite for us. He only threw about 120 yards in that game on Sunday. So they're not really trusting him with passing the ball, which is understandable. So the wide receivers aren't really getting anywhere with it. Um, and I think the Browns coming off coming off a I know it was still a loss, but losing against the LA Chargers, who were one of the top teams in the AFC, and bearing in mind you've got Jacoby Brissett as your quarterback, um, they're at home this week as well. I I don't really have faith. Um, I don't think even if we had Matt Jones, I'd have faith either. To be fair, I think right. as a as a whole all rounded squad, I feel like the the Browns are. A bigger animal than than us, to be fair. That's quite interesting because their offense is so driven by their run game. They're ranked first in rushing, probably to no surprise to anyone on planet Earth, because of Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, and then Jacoby Brissett and Deshaun Watson. When he'll come back, they can all yeah. run. But then passing, they're twenty fourth. Mm. So if you can restrict that Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, Jacoby Brissett, yeah, I mean. You know, you were the boys who drafted Jacoby to Brissett. <laughs> yeah, so right. hopefully you still have that knowledge of him. Do you feel that that may give you some encouragement to give you the platform to then perform? Um, what if we like... I don't think... I think they're going to be very run heavy, like you say. They're yeah. first in rushing. And that's not going to be tick. I mean... I don't, I don't know. I think we can, we can stop them passing... But when it comes to rushing, they're just a different different gravy. Mm. And if you're, I don't know how much they rushed on Sunday, but like you're up against one of the best defenses, and you got fucking Miles Garrett, yeah, Davion Clowney, like and the the Chargers as well. They've got like fucking Joey Bosa there and things like that, right? So mm. they've got a good defensive line as well, and you're rushing yards after yards. Yeah, um, I mean, arguably you got the best running back in the game. Right yeah, now. I mean it's it's good if we can stop on defense, but again you have to then score on offense. Mm. And like you've just mentioned about the, the Browns' defense, they are stacked. They're first, yeah, in defense exactly. So, far so it doesn't it doesn't really bode well that we have no offense really against the best defense, and our defense is okay. It's pretty good, yeah. but it's not the best against the best rushers. You know they're. Who's your lad? I can't, I can't remember his name. Who's your place? JC Jackson's your first string. Jax Jones. He's, he's done really unbelievably. Good. He's, done a, he's made a three few interceptions, interceptions yeah. I think, already. Um, and a few pick sixes. So, yes, if Jacoby Brissett throws a ball, please throw it that way. Because he will get picked <laughs> off. And then you'll get momentum from mm. the defence to know, oh, sweet, this is sick. Jalen Mills on the uh, on edge of things as well. He's extremely really good. He's had loads of tackles so far this season um i think it's a really it's going to be a really interesting game to watch to see yeah. how both teams play and their their game plans i think and i suspect it's going to be very run heavy though just solely because of the quarterbacks and and everything else that comes with that that's fair enough who are we going on to next you know what if you just did my boys <laughs> i'm going to take on your boys um Cardinals and seahawks still no faith um i'm I'm getting there. You're getting there. I'm getting there. It's. Uh... I mean, the Seahawks have done really well. To be fair, with Geno Smith, they won win on the weekend as well, didn't they? Yeah. 
Gino looks almost like a QB1. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to call him a QB1.5 right now. Because <laughs> I think he's in that like middle bracket where he's not quite a QB2, but mm-hmm. he's also not quite a QB1. Um, I'm getting there. Hollywood Brown looked amazing. Like, he looked really good. So I'm really happy for that. DeAndre Hopkins posted a picture, a video on social media this morning. So, like, for them. Yeah. Um, saying, just counting down the hours till I can release myself on fantasy and go mad. So that's good to see. <laughs> um, he's clearly raring to go. And if Hollywood carries on, he's going to be in the slot. We've got Rondell Moore, who's going to be on the wide, on the other side of DeAndre Hopkins. I think Kyler's going to be licking his lips and going, right, let's get three and three. Then the season really kicks into gear mm. for us, and we and then I think we started well considering the fixtures we've had. Yeah, you know, beating the Raiders was huge. Just losing out to the Chiefs was unlucky. The same with the Eagles. Kyler cocked up a play that meant we could have beaten their record. Um, when did Steve Hop is his first game on Sunday? No, no, following week. Oh, it's okay. a six game ban. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for that. You know, I'm, I, the the person I'm happiest for is our second running back, Eno Benjamin. He mainly plays third and fourth downs. Because James Conner has been an absolute animal for us, mm. and I'm loving it. Um, but Eno's coming in; he's a punt returner as well. He's getting in yards for us, and it's great to see. Like we're a, we're a young team now. Yeah. Well, yes, we've got JJ Watt, and yes, we've got a couple of others who are that more senior side of it. But we're young. We're a young, youthful team. Mm. So I hope that we can just keep going forwards, and D Hop and Kyler don't have their annual injuries. Yeah around this time of the year. So, <laughs> D-Hops will probably come just before playoffs. <laughs> so, I think you're... Are you away at the Seahawks? Yeah, we're at the Seahawks. That's a tough place to go. Yeah, it is. How... And they're a tough team to play at the moment, mm. the Seahawks. Um, is this going to be down more to how you can like establish how to play against these guys or just kind of hope that I think this Pete is going to be Carroll's... I think it's going to be grudge I think this yeah. is going to be real grudge I think this is going to be a game that's done in the trenches between the O-line and the D-line you think it's going to be close I think it's going to be I don't, I don't, but then not, would it's... you then say that realistically you're maybe not as good as you think if you're oh like I don't think we're up there yet I don't like I'm more comfortable than I was in our start like okay. for sure but we're not as of right now I don't know if we get a wild card place like as really? of right now yeah I am, you know, I'm trying to be realistic. I'm not trying to damn it or go above and beyond sure. with it. Everyone in the AFC West is two and three, other than the 49ers. Yeah. Which is no surprise to me because Jimmy G should have had a contract. Anyway, <laughs> um, and I think, you know, if we can just keep paddling, if we can just keep buoyancy aid, you know, head above water, let's not drown, let's get back. And as I said, Let's get into gear when D Hop gets there mm. because we we are so much better with him. Yeah. So I th- I think this could be like a three pointer. Like this could be the difference between a field goal or one touchdown or a two point conversion. Like I think that's how tight this week's going to be. Because as you say, going to Seattle isn't a it nice is. away day. Yeah. But interesting yeah. stuff. Who's going to win? Seahawks, Cardinals. Who's taking the dub? <sighs> Cardinals. I'll go back the boys. I'll back you as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, Vikings, Dolphins. Vikings had a really, really good start. I think they're 4-1 and one at the moment. Dolphins also had a really good start. They were 4-1. and one. Um, Lose, Tua. Lost Tua. 
and they've got Skyler Thompson, who's actually their third string quarterback. Is this basically going to go down to because the Dolphins don't really have anyone to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill? I think so. Yeah. I don't think there's much more to say on this. I mean, the Vikings defense is looking pretty dangerous. Obviously, Justin Jefferson is producing insane numbers still mm. and grittying on everyone as he rightly should. Um, yeah. Will, will the Vikings finish top seed in the NFC North? Or as of right now, you can't. Oh, I think they're on par with the Packers. As of right okay. now, I think they could scrape it if the Packers continue doing what they're doing. Interesting stuff, but we'll see. So that's Vikings both winning. Yeah, that one. I think so. Okay. On to our three heavyweight games before we get on to our players of the week. What are the heavyweight games? What one? What ones have you not got on here, which I have? We've got Bills, Chiefs, Cowboys, Eagles. Ah, oh, yes, we were going to touch on Ravens, Giants, weren't we? Okay. Both teams are performing well. Obviously, yeah. the Giants, massive win. Uh, Saquon Barkley, I'm so ha- I'm so happy for him. He's mm. doing really well. I've uh, yeah, they're four and one. Ravens look good. Lamar's still passing the ball, not just rely on his run. Yeah. Fair play to him. I found out something interesting the other week. Go on. I share a birthday with Jim Harbaugh. Really? Yeah. That's nice. I didn't know that. Maybe you'll become an NFL. I don't, I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> can the Giants keep this up? I, I, they're looking like they can. Basically, Saquon. Yeah. Carrying the boys. Danny. Who wins, though, this Sunday? I think it's at MetLife Stadium in New York. It is. I'm going to go off a limb here. I'm going to say New York Giants. I'm going to go Baltimore Ravens. Okay, here we go. Our three heavy-hitting fixtures. 12 minutes. Can we... That's four minutes a game. Are we ready? Bills, Chiefs. Both teams 4-1 and one at Arrowhead Stadium. Whoever wins this... Oh, no, sorry. Sorry, sorry. This is... I've, I've really fucked that up there. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be the AFC Championship game. Fact. Uh, Josh Allen is going to take the win. 38-3 against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. The Chiefs only just scraped to win against the Raiders. The Bills are too, too nasty. They're on a different level to everyone else. And that's a fact. Mark my words. They are smashing these boys up in their hometown. The Bills... Feel like they seem like that team that if they just get a bit of a grudge, they're going to be unstoppable. Yeah, and based off what happened last year, I think they have all the grudge they need. And I completely yeah, agree. Yeah, of course, it was the fucking the, the coin toss. The coin toss. So they are going in there with one attitude, yeah. and that's we're coming out of a W, boys. Yeah, yeah. Bills for me. Nice. So nice, nice. Here we go. Right, Cowboys, Eagles. Now, when Dak got injured. We didn't see the Cowboys being four and one. That's so good. If anything, Cooper Rush is loving it. If anything, we probably saw them going one and four, <laughs> and they completely flipped that on their head. They're going against their oldest rivals in the Philadelphia Eagles, who are five and zero oh, in Philly. What's going on there, Brandon? Uh, again, this week is going to be. This week is the AFC and NFC Championship games. Ooh. I'm seeing it right now. There, Cooper Rush has been certified to play this Sunday, mm. so you still haven't got Dak. Now, if you win this Sunday against the Eagles, the five and O Eagles, who looks who have looked unreal so far this year, I don't know whether you can take him out. Yeah, he's doing the job. 
I don't know whether you can take him out. That's very interesting. I, I think, and I think they're going to get over the line as well. I think they're beating Philadelphia. So this just is, because that's that's just got NFL written all over. <laughs> this is what I was going to propose to you. Yeah, we've seen it most recently of the Cardinals last year. We went seven and zero. Then the ground fell beneath our feet, and we scraped through into wild card and mm-hmm. botched it week one against the Rams. Are we going to see it with the Eagles? Is it too much too soon for the second round pick, Jalen Hurts? Um, I don't think so. Okay. I think I think Jalen Hurts is a bit more mature than Kyler Murray. Right. I think they. I think the Cardinals last year they didn't really understand what success was. Yeah. Whereas the Eagles still understand what success they is. Got the, they got, they the got Super Bowl last year. and the playoffs and things like that. Um, and they know to keep their feet grounded and not maybe get... I'm not saying the Cardinals got like head over heels and things, yeah. but I think the Eagles maybe have a bit more of a secure... You None of us would have said last year the Cardinals would have gone 9-0. No. No. Whereas this year, we both said, and everyone in the NFL had said... The Eagles look good. They're ex- yeah. We're, they're they're performing how we were expecting them to perform. I, I would say even a step beyond that. I think I mm. think I think people would have said they would have gone positive. Yeah. But maybe not five and zero. Yeah. Especially with the schedule they've had so far, they've had a couple of tough games, and now sure. obviously more. I think were winnable than losable, mm. but they've done the job. And I think as well that your division was so tough. Yeah. The the NFC East record says it's tough. They're on five and zero. Oh, two other teams are on four and one. Yeah. But in actual fact, if you go into New York, you're probably losing. Let's be real. Yeah. Match up to match up, the NFC East is a whole lot easier than the NFC West. Um. So I think they can still carry on and do this. I think Jalen Hurts is a really mature quarterback. They've got a good coach in Nick Sirianni. They've got really good receivers. Mm. All young, all hungry. I think they could they could do something. So, Brandon, you've just said you believe in the Cowboys, but you've also said you think the Eagles can continue what the wave that they're surfing right now. So, who yeah. are you going for for the W in Week Six, mate? It's the NFL. Cooper Rush, Dallas Cowboys are winning. Okay, I'm going to stick with after seeing a full three hours of NFL football last week. I'm going to say Eagles. Interesting stuff. Okay. Our last game heading into well, our last game heading into this conversation mm. and the last game of the week, Russell Wilson's Denver Broncos against Justin Herbert's Chargers at SoFi. Yeah, um, they're both in a lull, which we weren't expecting coming into the season. I think the Chargers are three, three and, and two, two. Um, and the Broncos are two, two and three. three. So two class quarterbacks, but just something isn't clicking in Denver, is it? You know. Uh, there's a lot of sticks come out about how Russell Wilson is around the grounds and how he is of his players. Oh, is he? And whether or not actually he's liked by everyone the way that he needs to be to run an organisation. Okay. Which is interesting because he's got the two Super Bowls. He's yeah. won a Super Bowl. He's produced a lot of... Well, no, sorry, he hasn't produced them. But he's helped take a number of class players up to mm. a, a level of almost insanity. Yeah. Look at what DK Metcalf's doing. He's only in his fourth year. Um, but yeah, the change of scenery doesn't seem to be settling well with him or the team, does it? It's very odd at the moment, um, and I think it's very odd for the moment with the Chargers. They've got a really good 
team on paper. What, yeah. what do you think's going wrong there? Well, not going wrong, but you wouldn't expect them to go be losing two games, almost half your games so far this year. Obviously, we we don't know. We're not in Brown and Staley's mind. We're not a fly on the wall, which mm. is gutting because I'd love to be. Um, but it almost feels like they're trying to compare themselves to the teams in the division. Like, but in my opinion, they're the second best team in that division right yeah. now. I mean, statistically, they, 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 they are. They actually are. But they, it almost feels like they're trying to put themselves on a pedestal to compete with the Chiefs, when actually, they just need to compete. Just compete one week at a time, let mm. Justin Herbert ball out the way that we know he can, and you're going to be 4-1 and one instead of 3-2. and two. Is that the problem? Is that is it just Justin Herbert feel and the team feel too much pressure? I think, I think they do. Because you've bought in Khalil Mack, as you said, you've got yeah. Joey Bosa, you've bought in JC Jackson, mm. your receivers, you've got Keenan Allen, who you really don't well. know, yeah, he's doing really well. Mike Williams had to step up and was exceptional the two, week, the two weeks that Keenan Allen was out. But those guys are getting older. Yeah, Keenan Allen, I think, is on his last year with a Chargers contract. Mm. Joey Bosa may look to go. Khalil Mack's on a one-year contract. JC Jackson's obviously got money, but if he wants to trade... Are you going to stop someone like him from going because yeah. of the capital you can get back? Although the contracts weren't necessarily a win-now attitude, it does feel like that's what they're going for. But why? Because Herbert's 24 years old, 25 years old. He's in mm. his third year. It just feels a bit forced at the moment. Yeah. Um, but That's the problem. It, it's weird because the game, is, as we've said, is going to be tough. But it's you've got the Chargers who are feeling forced and you've got the... Broncos who have been overrated and now are very underwhelmed. Yeah. So it's going to be a very interesting cognitive battle mm. and it could actually be a 12-6 like we saw the Colts. Yeah. But it could, it could also be like when the Lions played the Bengals and won like 44-41 yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. it was. Like it could go either of those ways. I don't think it's going to be a middle ground score. I think it's going to be one way or the other. Mm. So that'll be really interesting to see. Great week, isn't it? Great week. Here we go. Final winners. Final winners. Broncos. Chargers? Oh, apologies. Uh, I'm going to go. I've got to go with the Chargers. Broncos just don't look good at the moment. They just stink right now for yeah. me. I've got them rock bottom of my predictions in that division, and I'm going to stay with that. Chargers. Happy days. So that is a wrap on what's happening this weekend, because you've heard that sound, which means we move on to our last segment. It's been good energy today, hasn't it, mm, It's been I've really good. We, I mean, it. it's been three weeks of vented up, yeah. so... <laughs> Yeah, and we've found the right way to do it. (laughs) So before we get on to our Super Bowl and NFC and AFC predictions, Mm. it is our Players of the Week. Now, Brandon, rather uncommunicatively, just took Offensive Player of the Week, which is absolutely fine. I think it's absolutely fair, because the last time we did it, I took Defensive Player Player, and you took Offensive Player. Fair enough. I checked. You haven't been here for two weeks. Yeah, so it would have been defense. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. Mm. Hey ho! Anyway, so I but I came here the last time we recorded. Okay, you didn't come to mine, so I just basically took his. It do exactly the so, same so, as you did. Sound like a married couple, don't we? Right now, yeah. Um, I want a divorce <laughs> right. from the podcast. So Still my the division B, my my player, just be the B podcast. though. there's no division when there's only one of you. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, my player yeah. this week, defensive player of the week. He is someone who lit up the league in his rookie year last year. He is a character. He is factually the fastest player in the NFL. Is he? He won the Pro Bowl race last year. Nice. Mika Parsons, number 11 for Dallas Cowboys. What a week he had in LA 
against the Rams, the Super Bowl champions, where they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Five combined tackles, two assisted tackles, two sacks, and one forced fumble. What a week for Mika Parsons. He is truly a leader of that defence already, is he not? Yeah, that man is an absolute machine. That's why the Dallas Cowboys are really 4-1. He is a future Hall of Fame in that Mika Parsons. He's a legend of the league already. Yeah. I, I, I don't see how. It's just his work ethic. It was like when they were in the uh, Hard Knocks last year. Hall of Fame the, game. Hall of Fame mm-hmm. game. He just didn't want to be taken off. Yeah, it's he, like, he called... Um, your defensive coordinator with Dan who, Quinn Dan Quinn and yeah. was like why are you taking me off yeah. and he was like just trust me no 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 I want to play no no trust me you're yeah. not going back on and you could just tell he was an animal ready for the gate to be freed on him and I wouldn't like to be on the receiving end of his absolutely tackles. not and I think that Dan Quinn comment saying we don't want you to go back on yeah. in a pre-season game that already shows how valuable how he was how valuable he already is and, and he's never played a game for them and you now know? we're what we're 26 23 games down the line yeah he hasn't changed. Machine. He's really flying good. upwards. Really good. Uh, I've got Offensive Player of the Week this week. And I was looking at a few, you know, you tend to go for the quarterbacks because they throw the yards, they really get the touchdowns, they do whatever. Um, but I took a man from the New York Jets' win against the Miami Dolphins. It's a big boy rookie doing it as a running back and a wide receiver. He is a running back, but he got 97 rushing yards, 100 receiving yards. Wow. And one touchdown, it's Brees Hall. Rookie guy in his first or second win, whatever it is. He's a running back, but he gets 100 yards passing or receiving. One touchdown, almost 200 yards combined. Uh, what a start for that man. Amazing. Brees Hall was tipped to be the first running back off the board. And really? And the draft was gone. I don't think he went until the second or third round. Wow. What a um, still. Yeah, I mean, I mean you're producing like Zach that. Zach Wilson, he loves him now, already. Already Obviously loves him. Debo Samuel, in terms of, does both, but he's a recognised running back. Yeah. It seems like that's going to be the new thing, isn't it? We're, we're well, it's going to tra- have to be, isn't it? We're kind of transitioning out of that mobile quarterback sure. to a receiver or running back who can do everything. Yeah. And it's looking good. So, big clap, big round of applause for Mika Parsons and Brees Hall, our players of the week. So, here we go. This is why we do it, really. This is why we do it. That Ooh. one all-important game. Mm. I think combined last year on our... Is it thirdly? Is that the correct? Fourth? No, thirdly. Oh, Thirdly sorry. annual... I don't know. I don't know the correct terminology. But the third of the season, yeah. between the three predictions we have, I think we somehow got the teams right one week or not. Yeah. Can we do it again this year? That's the real question. So, mm. Braddon, who is your AFC playoff game? AFC playoff game. I've already said it today. As a week six. Sorry, should have mentioned that. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I've, yeah. For the sorry. listeners. Oh, apologies. Not for you, apologies. obviously. Uh, <laughs> um, AFC playoff game. They're playing this weekend. Bills, Chiefs. Yeah. Uh, I don't see how it can be anything else. I'm going <laughs> Bills, Chiefs. Got me worried there. I thought you were going to whack in the Raiders or the Broncos for some reason. <laughs> and your NFC team, please, Brandon. I want to, no, no you do it first. Okay. It's your division. Or, see. Right. Unpopular opinion time. Mm-mm. Eagles. Going in there. Yeah. I'm going to go Cardinals. A sense of me. Oh, fuck off, Ben. <laughs> A sense of me has this, like, when D Hawk's back. I really think if we like if we get three and three this week, I really feel like we could go somewhere. 
I really do. I really do. We've got the wild card round behind us last year. The Rams aren't looking sharp. The Bucks look beatable still. I know they have only lost one, but they're still looking beatable. And if everything is true that's going on with Brady, how's that going to affect him later down the line? It doesn't feel like them. Cowboys, as you've rightly said, we don't know what's happening with Cooper Rush and Dak mm. Prescott. In the north, will the Vikings slip back down because yeah. it's the Vikings? Will the Packers even get to their level? I don't know. How many games you won this year? Two. Against the Raiders? Yeah. Fair enough. And the Panthers? Yeah. Cool. Who we've lost to four years in a row. Oh. Yeah. They've just signed the head coach. Fine. But that was okay. after we beat them. Okay. But there's probably a reason why he got sacked. Anyway, you... Uh, <laughs> no, I understand. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how D-Hop and Marquise Hollywood and Kyla Murray can all perform. Um, and James Conner. And James Conner, of course. Uh, you're a dark horse, but I don't think you're Super Bowl worthy. <laughs> um, I've got to put I, in at least oh, one. NFC, that... NFC worthy. Yeah, yeah. That... I mean, you may not put them in the Super Bowl, but no. NFC Championship worthy. Uh, I am agreeing with you with the Philadelphia Eagles. And again... Two, the Both of the games which happen this Sunday are going to be the AFC and NFC Championship games. Cooper Rush is leading them all the way. Jerry Jones is going to call up Mike McCarthy and go, Hey, Mike! He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> I'm from Texas. Hey, Mike! <laughs> we want you to keep Cooper Rush in. Dak Prescott, he done nothing so far. So we want you to keep Cooper Rush in and we want you to win all the games. They are going 17-1 and one, and then... Winning every single game. We'll be 16 one minute. 16 and 1. Winning every single game to the NFC Championship game and playing their arch rivals for Philadelphia Eagles. They're good this year. They're really, really good. Michael Parsons, we just said, is a Hall of Fame defensive player. They got it. They got it in the bag. So, Brandon, your Super the Bowl. The NFC please. is so shit that anyone could do it. <laughs> your Super Bowl. Uh, my Super Bowl is going to be the Buffalo Bills against the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, I'm going to go with the. Buffalo Bills as well, and I'm going to put the crown on Josh Allen's head. I think they're going to win it against the Philadelphia Eagles. I would have walked straight out of this one, Ben, if you would have put Cardinals in there. But this time last year, we said the Cardinals were going to be in there because they were 6-0. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with Philadelphia. Could be a very slippery slope for them Mm. after their bye week. We don't know. Yes. But they have a great week ahead, as do we, as neutrals. And the whole NFL community, the games are looking great. I can't wait for it. Super.